0: Welcome back to the Unanimous Decision Podcast. I am your host, D-Palm. Follow me on Twitter at DPalm66. Follow the show on Twitter at pod. Follow the entire MTR network at, you guess it, the MTR network. You found us. Don't you dare lose us. Subscribe on iTunes. Subscribe on Spotify. Subscribe everywhere. Get your podcasts for free 99. We're back. It's a Tuesday night. It's Tuesday Night Live. Uh, We're gonna be talking about the games that happened this weekend, but first and foremost, we got some other things to get to with our guest today, Michael Felder. What's up, Felder?
1: First of all, I thought you were gonna be a guest on my podcast, so I'm blindsided by this. Um, What happened? How did I miss out on this? What happened?
0: I just made. I made. I sent the link. I I, I, I wasn't trying to undercut you. I was just trying to be. I'm again. I'm being organized and proactive this year. I'm trying some new things. The notebook is in full effect today. We're ready to go. What's your What's your New Year's resolution right now? I don't do resolutions because I don't like lying to myself. But my big really? thing this year was every – so I've made some, like, work changes. Like, I've got some really good – like, I think I've got good structure changes in my work life. But as far as personally, my goal is every Saturday to call someone I haven't spoken to in about a year. That's awesome. I call one of my old friends. Like, just have a conversation. Yeah. And, and I get, go ahead. Let i get you hear yours. I,
1: well, no, my, I'm, I'm going with the same one I had a year ago, which was be intentional. And what you're doing fits in line with that is being intentional, talking to people that you haven't talked to in a while, making sure that you're focused on that conversation and you mm-hmm. care and you're, you're, you like making sure they know that you care about them. That's that I did it last year and guess what? I love it. And I'm going to continue to do it. I think it's the most important thing you can do my wife just turned 40 and so it was very important to like have all like those ducks in a row she had a video where I think 30 of her like former co-workers and family members and all this stuff they were they called in or they sent a video in and it mattered and I saw her reaction to that and I think that being intentional is I think that's It's way easier than being like, I want to lose 50 pounds, you know?
0: I think that's really interesting you're saying that. I'm reading this book for this leadership development course we're doing in my job. Mm -hmm. And the book we finished was um, Extreme Ownership. Yeah. It's by these SEALs and they they talk about everything. But it's so funny how, because when you talk about football coaches, like the start of football coaches were ex-army guys. Yes, and so there's so much overlap in like the mentalities and the, yep. the structures put in place, and it's just—it was very interesting listening to that book. Or this is my first time doing a book on tape either. I'm not going to call it reading. I did not read this book. I listened to that book. There is a difference. I read. It's much slower for me. I read very fast, but this is this was slower, and I don't think I'll do it again. I'm. I You're the, the only. only
1: person. You're the only person that is like, oh, it's way easier to read it than
0: to listen to it i'd i need i need the i need the thing and i can't do it on a kindle i don't know i'm just i'm a dinosaur i am i'm an old man in that way uh the next book i'm gonna read is going to be jason kirk's book um i did get that in paperback he'll be on the podcast on friday uh i'm going to be part of the live show we're talking about on friday but i'm going to be doing some of the readings at the live show here in atlanta uh in february so very excited to be part of that but I want to talk about more like the birthday. So you pulled off the video, you pulled off, you got the emotions. My goal, whenever I do something nice for someone, it, this is selfish and rude. I want, to, I want to break them. I want to make you cry. I have been the officiant at six of my friends' weddings. Wow. And I always wow. write out what I'm going to say. I write the whole sermon, and I only show it to the to the, to the the uh, bride because mm-hmm. they paid for their makeup, and they don't need to cry. They need to see what's going to be coming. So they can steal themselves when they have to. I've made four out of my six friends cry at the altar, like full on blubbery, ugly cry at the altar. And I, I take really good deep pride in that.
1: No, I, I'm, 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 I don't, just for the record, I don't take deep pride in that. (laughs) But
0: I'm a monster. Fine.
1: I put together a video of 30 of my wife's friends and I've, guess what? I've got like six videos extra that are people that you know people don't listen they don't understand the concept of a deadline and so those videos weren't even in the actual video but i have them and we put the i cut i cut i edited the video together the whole deal and she it was just people saying happy birthday to my wife and she loved it and it was good it was it was fantastic just to like and i here's the smart thing if you're gonna do a video montage thing do it at the start. Hmm. Don't do it at the end. And the reason I think of it that way is because my wife was like, "Okay, let's go have dinner. Let's let's bring this party up."
0: That's true. That's really that's good. It's, it's like it's like DJing and it's like DJing. Really, yeah. you got to read the room. And because you're not a huge music guy, I do kind of want to know what was the music bed behind all these happy birthdays.
1: There was no music. <laughs>
0: I love it. No, no music.
1: It literally was like, it went from friend to friend of family to family. Oh, like my, my beats were all about quality of video. Mm-hmm. Some people had terrible quality of video. And then it was quality of video, family, family, friend, 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 family, 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 friend, family, 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 family get an
0: oscillation of emotion in there. Look at you. Yeah.
1: I, I know what I'm doing. I Listen. One of my favorite movies of all time is We Are Your Friends. I don't know that movie. Okay, that's fine. It's a Zac Efron movie where he's a DJ. And he talks about building the crowd up, bringing the crowd down, building the crowd up, building the crowd, until you get all the way to the top. And when she got all the way to the top, she cried. I knew I knew how to stack the videos. And I knew who she wanted to hear from. And I knew what would make take her emotions under control. And make her go out of control with emotions. And so she finally started crying. And I was like, you, you and would now really we're
0: going to ride. Huh? You would really enjoy pro wrestling. Yeah. You just talked about how, like, you put together a match. You don't want to have them too high too early. Like, you got to, it's. Yeah. Yes. It's, it's all, you know what it is? It's storytelling. It's yes. the stuff that we yes. love. It is the ebbs and flows. It is the ins and outs. It is, you know, life and turning 40. But I'm glad you pulled it off. I'm glad the the party the went well.
1: Dinner, dude. We got it. one kid got kicked in the face. He lost a tooth. Um, two parents. It's a couple. They both fell. Um, one one lady slipped on marbles. Like 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 Wiley e. Coyote.
0: For the record, I knew this. I was like, oh, Felder doesn't want to tell those stories on the podcast that makes his house sound like mousetrap. <laughs> listen, I didn't get the marbles
1: out. The kids got the marbles out. And she slipped on the marbles and me and her husband like grabbed her before she like hit the ground and we're like, yeah. And then he slipped when he went outside because I got ceramic tile on the front porch. And he stepped out and I was like, "You're supposed to be an athlete, dude." He played football at uh, FAU. I said, "What happened?" And he slipped and he fell. And his big ass. He played defensive line at FAU, and he fell all the way down to my Isaiah's. But he popped up quick. No, he had to pop up. And I was like, "But if you just take a shorter step,
0: it's it. was it dark? Was it dark? Was it a little, little light it deprived? Was pouring rain and dark." Okay. All right. I'm not going to hit the athlete call then. This is just, it's bad conditions. Probably not wearing the right shoes for it. I'm like, this is, there's a lot of variables that could have led to that fall. It, short, short steps. Short. It steps. wouldn't happen to me. I'm just saying I can see how it could happen to someone. Got it. I got it. What are we doing? What are we like? Yeah, that's, you, yes. Hey, man, you had things you want to knock out. Let's talk about it, baby. I mean, I, and the,
1: the carrot cake was great. My dad took some home, and my dad doesn't like carrot cake, but he goes, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. It's pretty good. That's pretty good.
0: I love it. I absolutely can't beat that. Um yeah, let's talk about some you got some things on the on the dock here. I want to knock through them out before we get to the games.
1: Yeah, I want like to me there the three things that I saw. One <sighs> tight ends.
0: Oh, we're getting to the games right now. Okay, let's we'll do the games. Do, do, oh, is there anything else that I um You said signing day stuff. You said HBC. Uh, you we'll talk about Keyshawn T- 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 and Sherman.
1: All right, you know what? Let's do it. Let's um, do it. Keyshawn versus Richard Sherman. Who do you think would win?
0: Keyshawn. What's, what's the What's the you know in a, a one on one? One on one. Can Richard Sherman play cover two? <laughs> right. Well, cover three. <laughs> cover three. Like, can he sit in the zone or are you yeah. gonna have to play man? Because Richard Sherman played man. Play no man. He's playing man. Uh, give me Keyshawn in their primes. Give me Keyshawn.
1: And Richard Sherman said. If you're running nine routes, I will stop you every time.
0: Richard Sherman was I very like aware of the rules. Yes. He was he was like uh Bruce Bowen like stepped under people's feet on three pointers in the early 2000s. Like yeah, it just it's not technically dirty, but don't feel clean. Um see, and
1: see you're saying and in my mind, I'm like the I, he's big.
0: But Key wasn't, but Key's game was never nines. It was slants right. and,
1: and like digs and shit. Like, and literally Richard Sherman was like, if you're going to let him run one step slants, sure, he's going to beat me.
0: But that, but that was his entire, like that's most of his route tree, which isn't true. That's mean. I'm taking, I'm being unfair. See, to Yeah. You're being
1: mean now. I'm being, <laughs> mean. yeah, you're being mean. But I just I look at it and I just think like well first of all and you know this same way I do one on ones are built for wide receivers to win it's the same as one on ones on the line are built for DeAndre linemen. yeah yeah so it just was an interesting conversation it's one of those things I don't think a lot of people talk about and then did I send you the HBCU no what's going on there so obviously the FAMU coach went to Duke to coach running backs. And some guy on Instagram was like, I can't believe he did this. Why would you do that? And it's like, well, he's going to make way more money and be able to recruit Florida. And I don't know, like, how am I supposed to feel about this? How are we supposed to feel about this? As two black men. How are we supposed to feel about this? Because he is going to make more money. He is going to get kids a better, he's going to get kids into Duke. Mm-hmm. Kids that he used to get to fam who's going to get him to Duke, correct? And it's, and you're someone who went to Columbia, right? Right. And so, like, I'm not trying to put down HBCUs. right? Of course, not. but I also recognize that like going to Duke is a different world.
0: I think you have to look at the distinct aims of the institutions, right? So while Duke in this current era, not always. Seems yeah. to be dedicated to putting forth a winning football product. Yes. The goal of the HBCU is not to win a national title. The goal is the development, propagation, and support of these young men. Right. It's the goal isn't to, it shouldn't be, in my opinion, to achieve these material ends. Because if you turn yourselves and everybody says, oh, the HBCUs could be like George Notre Dame. I go, then why would you want that? Those are exploitative by nature. Yeah. If a Brown, if a person who looks like he was exploiting it, it's still exploitation. Yes. And so for me, it is, it's a difference because there are some coaches who you're like, there are a lot of coaches who feel a calling to work in HBCUs, who have opportunities elsewhere. Any George could coach somewhere else, but he feels a calling to fulfill the goals of the institution. Right. And, the gentleman who goes to Duke—that's a career-minded move. White coaches do that shit all the time. We had white coaches on our staff at Columbia who would call working in AIA the Chitlin Circuit. Yeah, yeah. I did three years in the Chitlin Circuit. Now I'm back. That was taking to get the Ivy League. Like for him to turn down that opportunity would be asinine and insane. And it's—I know that's something a lot of people struggle with when they see the success of the individual versus the framework in which they succeeded, but. It well, is nobody's mad
1: ahead. at Deion Sanders.
0: Those of us who are mad at Deion Sanders for different reasons. How about that? Well, there
1: well, yes, there are. There are those of us that are mad, but those aren't the same people that are upset with this guy going no. to
0: De- and I think that part of it is internalized, like, oh, I don't want to feel bad about my like no one's telling you to feel bad about the opportunity he's leaving. Just need to recognize you can't say I cheer for Clark University so that one day they'll beat Ohio State. That's fucking crazy. That's not gonna happen. <laughs> That's and I'm crazy. tired. I'm tired
1: of people saying D one is not D1. D one. There are two levels of Division I football. I'm evidence.
0: <laughs> I technically played D one
1: football. I technically played D one football. So maybe there's three levels. Because I, I mean, just what? mostly I mostly just practiced. Well, I was one double A. Ivy's one double A or whatever it is now. You were were one double A. If I played one double A, I would have been like very good. Yeah. I played high D1 football. Right. And then there's, so what do we call it now? FCS, FBS. Right. If I played FCS football, the fuck out of my face, dog.
0: I'm killing people. It's, is that right? I don't. Yeah. I wasn't killing people. Like I can't say that. Like I, I don't. It's 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 so much. I'm. It's just different. You. There's a huge difference between Deep the two. Deepom, I'm killing people.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna tell you right now. Like I'll put I'll put it this way. If I ever went to Appalachian State, there's no way that Corey Lynch is making that scoop and score against Michigan. That's because I'm. I'm I'm on, I, he doesn't see the field. <laughs> Do you think that someone that wears 47 is getting in the game oh ahead of me? Oh
0: my goodness. No Look shot. At this. Look at this.
1: I'll tell you what. I, and we'll, we'll I want to move on to the rest of the stuff, but here's what, here's yeah. what I'm going to say. My teammates at UNC, they said, Felder, you're really good and you know what you're doing. Right. But you're like a Toyota Celica you like a Toyota Celica. Like a souped up oh Toyota gosh. Celica. Like you're like Fast and the Furious, Toyota Celica. Like you're great. It's great. Quarter mile at a time. Yeah. I I don't have friends. I got family. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, but we're playing against Ferraris.
0: It's true. There's, it's, there's it's nothing so you can do about it. It's so different.
1: And it's different. It's just different. And so Corey Lynch, guess what, man? You're you were you're the you were the best Toyota Celica that came out, and that's great. I really hope
0: I really hope somehow this finds its way too. Man. I just I just I just I've always he's, just, one,
1: he's one year behind me if I'm not mistaken. And I'll be honest, I would have in if we I would have smoked him. Which which leads us to the NFL playoffs because oh. guess what? Guess what? You know who I played football with? Ben Johnson.
0: My favorite play caller for the first half of a game this weekend.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I know where he's getting all that stuff from. You know that? Yeah,
0: because you played, I mean, you played with him. Yeah. All we are is that some of our previous experiences, and you watched the foundational ones with us.
1: Yeah, I got to see all that stuff. And so I know what's coming. And I'm what I didn't, I'll be honest, Deepalm, I didn't even watch it with
0: my wife. She was too emotional about. I, I mean, honestly, it's a whole lifetime yeah.
1: She's a lifetime Lions fan, and we're watching the game together. And it's truly like. She said, "Why do I care about this team?" At the in the in the middle of the
0: third quarter, she's like, "Why do I care about this?" That team? was the time to say it. To be fair. <laughs> And the fourth was too late, and the first half wouldn't have made no damn sense. The yeah. third quarter, that makes that lines up beautifully with the yeah. score I watched. Let's,
1: let's go backwards to fours. Let's talk NFC, and then we'll go backwards to talk let's AFC. Do it.
0: Let's do it. NFC, then, let me pull my notes up. Give me one second here. Yeah, pull it up. Yo, not like this, Detroit. Not like this. <laughs> like it's one thing to lose in the playoffs. Like, I watched the Falcons back when I was a Falcons fan. I watched mm-hmm. them score two points against the Giants. Shit yep. was embarrassing. Got blown the fuck out. But you know what's worse? Yeah. <laughs> 28-3 was worse. 28-3 hurts That's me bad. to this day, and I don't even cheer for the Falcons no more.
1: Yeah. So this
0: this was the act like you've been there game because there was one squad they've never been, could, they have been there. The Niners? No, I'm talking about the, that's the Lions. That's what I'm saying. They got up. They, I believe the affliction is known as lemon booty. Yeah, that's I know. Shout out to Bomani Jones. Shout out Bomani Jones. But like, that's all it was. And I'm, you know, what makes me sick is that this is going to revive the two weeks of Kyle Shanahan as a genius. And no, 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 no. This is the second time in 32 games his teams have come back from more than five down after the half. Like these two games, this and the Packers loss, the Packers win, excuse me, are examples of we've got, we're just so used to being in this. It's just experience. Yeah. They beat two teams who have never been there in their current configuration. Not once. 24 to seven. Dog. Did you ever play a game like that where you were crushing someone and they came back and beat your ass?
1: Um, do you want to know what game that was? What okay. game? It's the game that my team beat Ben Johnson's team in the playoffs.
0: Mine is college.
1: 21 to 7. In, in Asheville, Uh-oh. 21 to 7. His he was the backup quarterback, I believe, at that time. 21 to 7. They had us down at halftime. And then we came back and got their ass. I don't like the story. Why do you why don't you like that story?
0: Because I'm the other team on, on my version of the story. We were yeah. playing Cornell my junior year. Mm-hmm. Cru, no, no, my sophomore year. Cruising, killing them. We had two guys who made the league on that team. 24 to 3 at the half. Mm-hmm. And we lost that game. It was at home. It was our last home game of the year, my sophomore year. By senior year, we same game. We're crushing Cornell and all the young guys are celebrating. Every senior on that team is like, Y'all better tighten the fuck up. This ain't over. That kind of shit stays with you. Yeah, it does. Like, everyone's like, oh, this could be the beginning of something in in Detroit. This could be the end of something, too, because that kind of shit stays with you. It stays with you. And I was so impressed with the early running because for all the things we've heard about San Francisco's offense, or defense, excuse me, the Lions O-line was just mashing them. And your boy was just calling the run plays. And whenever he called on golf, golf stepped up, threw a couple darts out there, threw a couple bad balls too. Because hey, the Jared Goff experience.
1: Yeah, I mean golf is just—I've never been it. So there's two things that, if we're going to talk about the quarterbacks that just played, I, I am very excited to get to my guy Brock Purdy. We're
0: adopting Brock. Is this what's happening?
1: I'm not adopting Brock. I've been a Brock Purdy like. Stand for forever.
0: I, you go back to Iowa State Cyclones.
1: Yes, <laughs> I thought he should have been a first round draft pick. Like, don't
0: come on, don't try me. So, well, why does he fall then? So, why why does he fall to literally to the point where I'm so tired of knowing? I wish I didn't know when he was drafted, but I do. Because he
1: plays at Iowa State. But I okay. thought I thought. Hang on, let's look at it. Who else is there? David Montgomery, right? Yes. What is he? He's one of the best running backs in the NFL.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: David Montgomery, Brock Purdy. They had Charlie Kohler. Charlie Kohler hasn't showed up. That's fine. But I thought those that was the best trio in college football.
0: Tight end, okay. running I, back, quarterback. I, and again, this is a tough one for me because part of me wants to say, yo, Brock Purdy did it. But Detroit right. lost this game. Brock Purdy didn't win that shit. Yeah, they did. They, Detroit lost. And I hate when people do that, but like that's this was a meltdown. And the thing about it is, I think you and I are deep enough in the college football world where yeah. not trusting your kicker isn't a foreign emotion for us. But for the Lions, fans. like, why aren't they? Because they didn't know this guy could hit those field goals. Yeah. They had to go four on four. Yeah, they don't trust him. Came out shooting, man. I was. Mm.
1: I'm sorry. I'm looking around my office. I got a picture of this. No, you're fine. I can't find it. I don't know where it's at. Like
0: this kid not a to... sport where we consider Kyle Shanahan a genius and he trades away an entire draft class for Trey Lance, who's now a cowboy.
1: He's not well, a genius. That's... No, he's not a genius. Absolutely not. He's not. And not like
0: normally, a... when he gets behind, he gets and he goes to no a ball and starts calling bad plays. But the last two weeks, either his talents finally overcome his play calling or something else has happened, or he's become someone completely different in these periods. Well, you know who else I played college football with,
1: right? Who? Guy doesn't have a job right now, Falcons.
0: Who? Arthur Smith. You played with Arthur Smith? All right, well, I'm, I'm going to need some Arsenal Smith stories one of these days. Um, he's well, now going to be – no, he, he's employed. They just hired him to the OC in Pittsburgh because they love a bloated offense with no vertical passing attack. <laughs> I'm so glad I got to tell you that in person. That's so fulfilling.
1: <laughs> My dad's going to lose his mind. My dad's going to lose his mind. My dad's going to lose his mind.
0: Oh, man. Are
1: you serious? <laughs> yeah. Is that real? No, I'm I'm googling it right now. Google
0: it. Why would I make that up? Is
1: that real?
0: This is a weird thing to lie about. Are you serious? Yes. Oh my god! Are you serious? Oh, this is so funny. I just made I just made my own day. That happened two hours ago. Yeah, I'm telling you, man. Are you serious?
1: Dude,
0: my my dad's gonna
1: lose his mind. Oh, this is. Why crazy. didn't they just hire Matt Canada? <laughs>
0: I don't understand. Like, they hired Matt Canada on a mustache. They put a, they put a fictional mustache on Matt Canada and rehired his ass and named him after Smith. It's so stupid.
1: It's like great value, Matt Canada.
0: Oh my god! Oh. My oh. dad's gonna
1: lose. My dad is about to. i I'm gonna. When we finish this, my dad's gonna call me, or I'm gonna call him, and he's gonna lose his mind. Oh my god!
0: Are you serious? Well, this is the best podcast ever recorded. <laughs> are you? Are you? You? You like? He's unemployed. Like, was well, not talking about Arthur Smith. It's Arthur Smith is gainfully employed member of the <laughs> Pittsburgh Steelers coaching staff. My
1: dad's gonna lose his mind. And I'm not here to like trash my like former teammates. Of course He, not. Just, he just he was an asshole to me all the time. Um, but also like, jeez. Oh my! My dad's gonna lose his mind. I'm just I thinking about that. my dad. My dad's gonna lo- Deepom. My dad's gonna lose his mind. You mentioned that he's gonna go crazy because my dad grew. So my my dad grew up in Germany. Okay. And in Germany, you only got two football games: Cowboys or Steelers. All right. Loves the Steelers, hates the Cowboys.
0: Natural inclination as a good as a, as a as a good man, yeah.
1: And so, everything the Steelers do affects him
0: in a real way, in a very real way, visceral.
1: Okay. And so, this is he's going to be so like, his team
0: hiring someone who has personal his son has personal animosity for is going to be a uh,
1: yeah an issue. That's a problem. <laughs> who also was bad with the fact also
0: yeah not discounting bad at his job. <laughs>
1: Like he wasn't good with the Falcons. No, was he's terrible. also kind of shitty to a bunch of other guys that were like trying to come. Like, I'm, you know what? This is a this is often all fair talk.
0: This is fantastic. This um, is
1: all this is all fair
0: talk. It's all fair talk because
1: I will tell you about it.
0: Alf, I Alf. cannot. I'm literally at the edge of my seat. Uh, So this is it. Like Detroit, they come this far. San Francisco wins. They're going to the Super Bowl. My question for you in Detroit. Cap space isn't really an issue. Terry Bridgewater is retiring. A lot of stuff going on there. Do right. you think this is a situation where they be back. under some pressure to get back? Like, Because the rest of the division is going to get, like Minnesota has to find a quarterback just mathematically. Um, The Packers are coming. Yes. And now it's like, well, what do we really have? Do you lean on Goff again? Do you try to bring someone else in? Like. You know the you know the OC. What would he prefer to do going to presumably another push for a big job after this year?
1: I knowing Ben. Ben is one of the most. And when I say conservative, I'm not saying it like right wing, left wing. Right, right, I, right. I say it as football guy, football guy. And he looks at things and he's like, "Okay, what are we going to do? Okay, we're going to do it this way." I think that, Ben, is. we're going to go golf. We're going to stick with Jameer Gibbs. Jameer Gibbs is going to be better next mm-hmm. year than this year. In the offense, you're right. And we're going to – Jameson Williams is going to be better. Also, we're going to lean on um, Amon Ross, St. Hey, Brown. Hey, man. Um, we have Sam Laporta. Imagine those guys a year better – a year older, a year better.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got a question for you, though. Um yeah. Amon Ross, St. Brown. That's a lot of self-published books in that house. Dude. That's a lot of. (laughs) (laughs) That's a lot of books without barcodes. I'm
1: going to tell you this, though. I'm going to tell you this. That dude is
0: a hoss. Oh, look. Hey, look. That was not. Me mocking the Ankh right is not an impugning on his football abilities in any way, shape, or form. No, he's
1: just I'm not it's not even, what I'm saying is like he is a hoss. Like that dude, like your dad wins Mr. Olympia, like you're yeah, you understand the concept of lifting weights, and you just grew up doing it and
0: you, like it's normal to you. All right. So we put the NFC to bed a little bit here. Let's go to the AFC, let's go to the first okay. game of the weekend. Kansas City 17, Baltimore 10, and there's a lot of stuff we're gonna talk about. Um, it's gonna. There's a lot of quote unquote narratives out there about the game, things that we yeah. saw. I want to say this before I say anything else. That chief defense is scary good, and it's young, and people yes. need to realize that 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 Patrick Mahomes is not winning in a very different way, but he's still Michael Jordan. It's absurd. He's good. Uh, my, so the defense is good.
1: Um, shout out to my buddy um, Amina, Amina Smith, her husband. Deon Bush mm-hmm. with that big interception in the end zone. Put the baby to bed. What are you going to do? You, what are you going to say about it, right? Look, you're smarter than me
0: about football. You watch everyone's, for, you everyone's gonna
1: film. everyone's gonna say I'm name dropping. I'm not name dropping. The, the, the fact of it is, is that I just happen to be around these people.
0: Football's not a very big world. I have 3 coaches who have Super Bowl rings now who I played for. Like it's not Oh, you huge... have 3? Yeah. Hang on,
1: let me think. I John Bunning
0: with Dick Vermeil. I think I only have one. Sean Ryan got 2 with the Giants and then uh, yeah. another person I will talk about off the podcast. Flip got one with the Eagles. Okay? Yeah. That's that's awesome. Yeah, but it's not a huge world. That's what I'm saying. People might think you're name-dropping, but this is not a huge world that we're living in. It's super like, small. It's it's very insular. And then when you start realizing that everyone's worked together and that you can't actually fire someone, Arthur Smith, <laughs> just keep a job, then yes, they're going to interact with each other. Um yeah. Back to the game. Look, you're smarter than me. You know more about football than I do. I love Todd Munkin. He got me two national titles and changed my world forever. What the hell garbage ass trash dude what the yo so six, i just i wrote six. down some stats that i wanted to bring up time okay of you bring up. time of possession felder mm-hmm. the chiefs sat on the ball for 37 goddamn minutes
1: you know how they do that you only run the ball six times
0: six called runs for the number one running offense in the, what are we six baby six. second most dynamic receiver Behind Zay Flowers was Lamar Jackson. Like, what six.
1: are we doing? Let me ask you this as a running, as, as, excuse me, as a linebacker. Okay. A, linebacker. What am I saying? As I, knew a what line, you meant. I knew what you meant. As a, lineman, as a lineman. As a lineman. As a lineman. If they only call six design running back runs,
0: what are, like, you've, at some point, you've got to be like, hey, man, we're fucking up. Could you do something to have them stop sprinting at my face, please? Can we make, can we enter in some doubt, mixing the screen, a draw, anything that makes him not this motherfucker in the three technique, not pass rushing right. me at the snap of the ball every snap, please? It's very tiring. Six. There are
1: teams that go a drive with more than six designed running back runs. It used to be the Ravens. Yeah, it was
0: the Ravens this season. <laughs> it was the Ravens last week. Like, I don't get it. I don't get it. The other thing I don't get, and I love the Ravens defense, and Roquan Smith taking that five yards at the end of the game is one of the smartest goddamn things I've ever seen in a football field. Yeah. But, yo, know, first of all, he, tell people about it. tell Explain it. Okay, so there's time lapse, Everything's dwindling down first and five because of the penalty. Roquan Smith jumps off sides and draws another penalty for first and 10. Why does he do this? So that it's harder for them to get the first down and then get a new set of downs for clocks for to stop for right. not be able to use your timeouts. That's why he did it. It was funny in the moment, but it was brilliant at the time. Like that is some situational awareness that you do not see out of a lot of players. That's why right. I'm a huge Roquan Smith fan. Um Same. Same. Travis Kelsey, and- 11 for 116, did go, if, go home. all the way of all the ways. For the ravens to lose, losing track of Travis Kelsey was not on my list, dude. Go
1: go home. Like, seriously. Like, a lot of Travis, Travis Kelsey, go home. Go. He's home your... And him versus Kyle Hamilton was amazing. It was
0: so much fun to watch. And he won. He killed it. Like, this is
1: this is like when you hire a babysitter. And your kid just destroys them. (laughs) Your
0: kid just abuses them.
1: Just abuses them. Your kid abuses the babysitter, and the babysitter is like, "I won't be back. Goodbye. (laughs) Don't call me
0: again. (laughs) Give me my money, and I'm done." Hey man, for real though, like the fact that the time possession was so big, they lost turnover battle three to nothing. For yep. Baltimore to only lose by seven, and for Lamar to play to th- throw the ball that many times is absurd to me. Let's make something very clear. Seven
1: times. That's hang on.
0: He dropped back what forty-three times. Yes, that's insane. That's Why? Too many. Too many. Todd. I think he got nervous. I think he got scared of what the the, the Chief defense, offense, excuse me, can do, and thought Kids he started pressing. But the thing is, you could. You're only down two scores. Keep fucking running. You can run them. They ran on them last week in Buffalo. They ran on them. You can run. If you hit this defense in the mouth, they will not take it for four quarters. We've seen tons of object evidence to that point. And yet, when you convince yourself, and because it's the aura of the Chiefs, I get it. You convince yourself, this is going to turn to attract me. These motherfuckers scored zero points after the half. Zero, zero, Let's be something very clear about the UD pod. We are pro-taunting. There's no way Zay Flowers should have gotten that flag. No way. But there's also no way he should have fumbled that football. That was the second part. We're also pro-intelligence, and that was some stupid shit. I can't believe he fumbled that ball. You can. You know receivers.
1: Yeah. I mean, you're right. But that doesn't mean, like, my. so I, I went downstairs. So this game, my wife didn't care about. (laughs)
0: <laughs> she was emotionally invested in the second game i understand
1: she's waiting for the second game so i go downstairs and she's like and i was like that's garbage like you can't do that and she was like well i feel bad for him and i was like i don't he knows you to- you're so you got to protect the football you know what you know what Everyone that's playing in the NFL, with the exception of one of those twins that got drafted by the Seahawks, has two hands.
0: <laughs> what? Nothing. I'm letting you finish your point. I, I is that same. wrong? Am I wrong? You are factually correct. You're also every... wrong. You're also wrong as shit for saying that.
1: <laughs> for saying it? No, I'm just kidding. He's the I'm only guy. He's the only guy that couldn't make that play. Is what You're I'm saying. right. You're right. Everyone else got two hands. They got Easy. this one and they got that one. That's it.
0: And, and, the all thing, just, and the counterpoint is Zay Flowers really, 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 really wanted to win. And I understand that. I understand that I'm like, that's what got me. This is the same thing that happened in the Niners game. One team had you, been there. One team had been there before and reacted well when these things hit. Dog, when Lamar threw that pick and came back and threw his helmet, hey man, you're still the leader guy. When Zay Flowers turned the ball over and then slammed his helmet and then ended up having to get like what stitches in his hand, or some shit. Like, you, you like, yes, bad things are going to happen. Sometimes they're your fault, but you can't, like, that can't be it. You, you, you.
1: know what can be it? Getting the ball to the one inch line <laughs> because you understand that this guy's going to punch it from the underside.
0: I'm not, defending. And I'm not, I'm not defending. That's you know. all
1: I'm, that's all I'm saying. Like, I'm thinking about it as a defender. Because I know I've got to grab you to stop you, but if I can do this, if I could punch you from underneath, I could still fumble, win. The
0: fumble they got on um, when Chris Jones um, yes. pushed the pocket and they got that chop fumble on Lamar, that was the same thing you're talking about. When you have an opportunity to get a shot at one of those guys and the ball is not secure, the swipe. job is to get it out. And that's and all what I'm wrong, saying. Like, Zay Flowers was wrong. Like I'm not gonna. I'm. I. I, I know maybe I sound like I was equivocating for him. Jay. Fla- Jay. Zay was wrong. It, you but he can't was wrong in the way that, like, he wasn't. Again, this is part of that leadership shit that I was reading. But it goes back to football What does the football code tell you? If you're gonna make a mistake, make it at 1,000 miles an hour.
1: Sure, and he did. He
0: made his mistake at <laughs> 1,000 miles per hour.
1: Yeah, fantastic, great. <laughs> you know what you could have
0: done? not Not make a mistake mistake. (laughs) and that's the second part of the learning that's the second part of the learning and I'll tell you what the Ravens the same thing I just said about the Lions right questions about the division I have a lot of answers about the Ravens division it looks like booty um the Steelers Um, just brought in Arthur Smith
1: Cincinnati is going to be fine
0: oh they're we're trusting Burroughs we're trusting the health of
1: Burroughs health is a question he sure I've seen you get hurt a lot I don't know how to I don't know how to gauge health.
0: Okay.
1: I don't know how to gauge health. Okay, that's fair. I,
0: tr- I, don't, not, I truly don't. I don't know how to I'm gauge health. I'm not scared of the nasty man in Cleveland. They're gonna give the Deshaun thing a shot because they have to financially. No, I'm not worried about that. I think he's done. And then Pittsburgh just hired your boy Arthur Smith.
1: Yeah, and I know what I know what offense they're gonna run in Pittsburgh. Everyone does. And it's They're going to try to get heavy, and Najee is going to be George
0: Pickens is going to be so mad.
1: It's going to, yeah, he's going to be pissed off. It's going to be, he's going to be upset. And it's going to just be Najee left, Najee right. They're going to go back to the tight bunch. They're going to go tight bunch and pin and pull. And I know that. I understand, which I think I like that personally. Well, yeah, we're old. Yeah, I yeah.
0: He's, right. he's calling the place, he's calling the place that we ran when we were in college. Hang on, let me see. I got it, I got
1: this here. Because guess what? They ran that at San Francisco ran that pin and pull too. Mm-hmm. And it worked. Mm-hmm. But I will say this Christian McCaffrey, George Kittle, Travis Kelsey, they're Larry Burt. People like, tried to
0: throw. Kittle's numbers had me from Sunday I go, go watch that motherfucker block on on one drive. Just go just, just don't do anything yeah. else just watch him run block and then shut the good. fuck up. He's so good. Yo, no, even Kelsey. Kelsey had a couple moments. Kelsey
1: had some moments on Sunday. Sunday. What I'm saying though with those guys, they're Larry, when I say they're Larry Bird, it's like don't put a white guy on me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> just insulting.
1: <laughs> don't put a white guy like you you better put a brother on me. Because if if it's not a black dude coming at me, I'm gonna kill him. I'm gonna embarrass him and embarrass you for doing it. Yeah. Like don't don't put what was his name? Campbell for the Lions. Mm-hmm. And Kittle was like, what do you what do you think is about to happen? <laughs> hey man, they put a whole ass Kyle Hamilton on the fucking <laughs> Travis Kelsey. Yeah. And he was still like, I got you. You're I got
0: this. I'm eating this.
1: Did I'm you see that was another
0: one.
1: <laughs> the the yeah. catch where he does this. I was like, yo, he's falling and still going oh, up. God. I was like, how is he going up and falling at the same time?
0: Dude's a freak, man. Dude's dude's so good at his position. He's so good it's at playing in. And then uh, wait, wait too Christian to McCaffrey is insane. Oh, go ahead. Chris McCaffrey. Uh, he's for real every it's insane. Except he's like, you can't put anyone on me. You put someone on me, I'm offended. Yeah, don't. You under, You need two. Put two yeah. on me. There was a couple times in that game where the Lions tried to arm tackle Christian McCaffrey. I was like, that's not going to work, buddy. You're going to no. hurt. Me. Said, that's a great way to get hurt. Just get his shoulder or some shit because uh, McCaffrey I'm through that.
1: I have watched so many Christian McCaffrey videos of his like workouts. Oh,
0: guy's a monster. And I'm like, yo, this guy's a, he's a psycho. Well, that's, and that's that second generation league guy. Like it's a guy who, like you said, might watch my dad do it. Not just second generation league. Mom. D1. Oh, mom. D1. The number one eugenics podcast, UD Pod. Uh, before we wrap up here today, <laughs> uh, let's do a way too early Super Bowl preview. I'm going to have you on next Friday before, ahead yeah, of the game I'll be to, really, to really go into it. But who – I mean, I'm not talking about betting lines because this is not that podcast. But just a matchup-wise, I think that it's going to come down to all the successes of San Francisco so far have been, we're more experienced at this stage than you are. That's no longer true. Right. There's a whole lot of cool on the other side of this yes. sideline. And if you're asking me who's going to blink first, I'm looking at sweaty Ash Kyle. Like I'm I'm Kyle and Brock. I got more questions about than Andy and and, and Jordan.
1: I like Brock a lot. I, I said this I, already cool. at the start. I like Brock. Um but I'm going to say this, I think I think if I'm going to pick some little factor here Everyone's going to point to Chris Jones, which I think is important. But I am, I think Carl Laftus quietly is one of the guys that's going to be a real difference maker. The kid from, what is it, from Purdue that plays for the Chiefs? Yeah. He's George the Karl one who
0: benefits from, from Jones, the push Jones gets. Right. Yeah. He's the one where he gets the numbers, but it's because you watch Jones move a pocket by himself.
1: And I think Carl but he's this is. I mean, we're talking about a kid that was what was it, a high four star, five star kid. I watched him at Purdue and Purdue pedigree n- in the world. Yeah, I think that he's gonna. I think he might be a difference maker in the Super Bowl.
0: And I think that if we see the same kind of game plan out of Kansas City that we saw this weekend, where it's ball control, mm-hmm. where it's Pacheco with twenty four carries, where it's get, give me the second and manageable, give me the third and manageable excuse me, and we'll attack the flats, we'll attack the passing game. Yeah. Like, that was a game plan executed in a way that was specified for the opponent. Yes. And if they can say the best way to stop the San Francisco offense is to keep the ball out of their fucking hands, then 37 minutes might seem like a blink of an eye by the time you look at these numbers after in the Super Bowl. They may put something together where it says, oh, like that first drive with Kansas City on Saturday, it was like, oh, they, you just can't seem to stop them because every third down, it was, they got just enough to keep going. And it was concerted and planned, and I think that's where it gets dangerous for the Niners because if they can pull that off and really threaten them and go maybe 10 points up, that's when the pressure kicks in. That's when the sweaty hand Kyle happens. That's when the Brock Purdy question marks rise. Whether they're legitimate or not, they're going to come up. They're going to come up within their heads and with the heads of people watching and the heads of people on the sidelines. And that's where I think the biggest edge is going to be. I think San Francisco is a better football team on paper. Ooh. I d- I think there's more talent in that room. I think the hands at the helm. Because every Super Bowl, about it, something weird happens. Something weird, something bad's going to happen for one of both these teams in the Super Bowl. Sometimes it's having Mike Rimmer as your tackle. A lot of weird shit occurs. But the experience at this level and succeeding at this level
1: So, hang on. makes me say,
0: let me look at Jordan. Hang on. So we're looking at Debo, right?
1: Debo Samuels. He's better than Pacheco. We've, we're looking at Christian McCaffrey. Also oh, better
0: than Pacheco. Kittle. I, ooh, that's, ooh, see, that's that's a preference. I think that's, who do you, who would you take ahead of Kittle or uh, for one Kelsey. game, you take Kelsey, me too.
1: Yeah, give me, are you kidding me?
0: I like a run block and tight end. Like that's the reason I stopped myself. Like ooh, maybe Kittle. But yeah, but
1: Kelsey, Kelsey can run.
0: He can run block. Yeah. He, he
1: put a couple guys in the ground.
0: No, I'm not. He can, but I just, I, I just, what, I don't know. I'm, I'm a big Kittle fan in that way. But you're right. It's Kelsey. Mahomes. I mean, Purdy. Yeah. I mean, that's. I'm not gonna. <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm not. I'm not gonna, I've said enough disrespectful shit about Brock Purdy in this podcast. I'm not gonna do it again. So I like. I'm. Hey. Bosa. Chris hey, Jones. Who's the, who's the receiver who competes with Ayuk?
1: That's I was Ayuk is the name I couldn't remember. The problem is it's probably Kadarius Tony and he can't catch the ball.
0: <laughs> I think they're leaving his ass at home again.
1: He this man couldn't catch a cold. Good. Oh Lord.
0: man, Manos de Piedra.
1: Yeah. God, hands like feet. <laughs> I know what you said. <laughs> um,
0: so, like, that's what I'm talking about. Like, I think it's going to come down to the collective experience and, like, the been there before itiveness, which isn't a word, but I made it one of the Chiefs having to come out and say, Yo, we're not new to this. We're very much true to this. This is, no. Right. they asked, yes. he and Jay would hurt talking last year. He said, Oh, how did you find housing for your family? And Mahomes looked confused and said, I get an Airbnb the second they announce the location. Yeah, because I assume
1: I'm gonna be like that. That's shit. That's just he stands on business.
0: I I think about it the same
1: way that um, what is it, Alshon Jeffrey, when he mm-hmm. was when he played for the when he was with the Falcons and he said, or not the Falcons, the the Eagles, and he said, I think this and they, someone asked him how cool it was to be doing media day for the Super Bowl, and Alshon Jeffrey was like, I think this shit sucks. Yeah, this is terrible. <laughs> we could have stayed in Philadelphia for three more days and then flew out. Play oh, yeah, 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 and just and he and like Mahomes is in that world.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I think the 49ers are not quite there yet, and I think there is credence to that.
0: And we'll see what happens. The toes got to hit leather. Like, I hate using cliches, but like, they got to play the game. I do think it's very good for the NFL and for Vegas and for. Everyone that it's not Baltimore and Detroit in Las Vegas with Usher at the halftime show. I think that's too much for America. What do we think about
1: Usher as a halftime show?
0: I when you not... feel it in your body, you Look, already know. Hold on, hold on, hold on. We are finally the demographic, they're aiming their shit at our age group. But yeah, no one. We're we're not cool anymore, but we're we getting sold to let it go. They think we got money because they're stupid. Yeah, they're
1: dumb. <laughs> So let me get out of here, man. You to got find- it. You got it, oh, bad. So <laughs> when you're on the phone, you hang up, then you call right back. See, you got it. You got it, bad. I'm when thinking, like, I'm a My Way era Usher fan. Your... I take it oh. back to when, yeah. The
0: oh, US, My Way. R A Y M O N D. Yo, yeah. you know. You, yes. Yeah, the Usher halftime like- Show is a must watch.
1: This is, I mean, I'm a You Got It Bad Usher guy. That's fair. What about she make me want to leave the one I'm Start a new relationship with you. This is what you do. Think about a ring other things that
0: come along with you. Make me. You make I'm me. I'm writing down. I'm Felder singing so I can so I can warn the listeners. Don't Tell worry. They can find you, Felder, and not just your singing with all the football thoughts. You can find me on. <laughs>
1: Uh, it's Felder on Substack, and also on. You can find me on College Sports Now on Learfield, and I'm doing. Actually, I have two shows coming up for Signing Day. Uh, we didn't even talk about that. Um, what you got? I just think Signing Day is completely destroyed.
0: I'm not a sign. You know me. I'm. I'm. I'm a uh, recruiting agnostic. I believe that the kids are when they're on the field. That's when they count. Um, no, no. no well, but well, why do you think it's been destroyed? Because let's look at the timeline. Mm.
1: The timeline is these kids are signing right before Christmas. Right. Coaches are getting hired and fired in that same space. And you know this as well as I do. If you play offensive line, you play defensive back, and your coach gets fired after you got signed, now you're looking for a new thing, and now you're in the portal before you even get to school right it's really it's frustrating
0: to watch what do you think the solution is because i've seen this kind of decried a lot and i i understand i i see the problem and i I know there's a problem but do we just is it a matter of moving the calendar for early signing period
1: I, i i i don't want to move the i i football the biggest problem with football is it's it's the sport that has the smallest window right small sample size right so How many high school football games did you play?
0: 10 regular season and then playoffs. So what are we looking at? 40 games? 14. uh, Call it. I got two rounds in every year. Call it 48 games. 48 games. Okay. Basketball. And you don't, there's no AAU football. No. (laughs) No, God. Thank Lord. So you
1: played 48 games. I played, jeez. We played 11, 11. That's 22, 11. Are 13 one year so 11 11 is 22 13. 35. That's 35. And then we play, and then and no, that's that's my last season, the middle season between there or my junior season. We played 15 games, that's all. So we played all maybe 50 games. I maybe played, yeah, that's a that's,
0: small sample. I never thought about it that way because when I wrestled my senior year, I was 47 and three, I wrestled 50 matches that year just in one year. In one season, right? Right, and so you
1: don't have like they don't know what they're looking at, right? That's a good and point. If your if your team's not good, or hang on, because did you play varsity your freshman year? No, so they're not looking at your JV tape. No. When did you play JV? When did you play varsity? You're starting your. I played year. a
0: little sophomore year. I started all junior year and senior year.
1: So now you got to compress that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And so I played varsity. Just not not to brag, but I played varsity the whole time. Um but of course you did. well, I was super good. And my team was also super bad. Um <laughs> <laughs> but if you don't get to play, if you don't get to play or your team's not good, that there are guys that are getting like we're trying to offer guys that haven't they played 18 high school football games. Right. So we can't move up signing day, because you've never seen these kids play football. Right, right. We should just go back to how signing day was. We should just go back to February.
0: I think that's the answer. I think eliminating the early periods probably for the best. Let everything settle, and then the kids. Then it gives the new staff time to either keep recruits, lose recruits, reevaluate with their class. Oh, hey, build fit... the staff. Or hey, you don't fit for the offense we're going to run. We're going to release yeah. you from any commitment and help you. And then, but then it's also like, cause then we're really screwing the kids who are kind of left there without guidance. And I know there are yeah. fewer kids without guidance these days. Cause there's an entire economy. I'll tell you about this after we get a podcast. There's an well, entire economy about the getting guidance. Gu- guidance yeah. That's what I was. Yeah. Um, All right. Of let's, own... I'll let you, let's yeah. get out of here. Folks, out check, of here. Me out,
1: check me out on Substack. It's Felder
0: and we'll go from there. All right, check me out, deepalm 66 on all your socials. We'll be back on Friday with Jason Kirk from Shutdown Fullcast to discuss his book and the Royal Rumble. Very excited to do that. Talk about wrestling with someone who can appreciate it, Felder. That was your show. There is no outro. See you guys later this week.